Yo, before we get into the podcast real quick, I want to give a shout out to our first sponsor. We're super excited. We've gotten to partner with this amazing company called Abide. It's an app you can download at, on the App Store. And what this app does, it actually helps you with your prayer. It gives you guided uh, Christian meditation so you can meditate on the word of God. Uh, it, it gets you your day started right. Also, if you have problems sleeping, it has a sleeping uh, meditation on there. So it guides you through sleep so you get some rest so you can wake up feeling re-energized. This is an amazing app. You can also use it if you're going through anxiety, for um, if you're um, going through depression, you can use it to inspire you. You can also use it for just daily uh, devotion. So I definitely recommend the app. It's called Abide. I hope this is a resource that will come in handy. That's something you can use in your daily walk with Christ. Yo, welcome everyone to Live, Love, Discover with Dan and Sid, the show that inspires you to live to the fullest, love unconditionally, and discover the best of your life. What? <laughs> You're funny. Look your face. She's looking at me all weird. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about fear and not like scary movies type fear. Um, we're going to actually, we're going to talk about two different types of fear. Um, fear. Yes. Fear. Right. Okay. I like this quote by Miles Monroe. He says the fearless man is a dangerous man. I really like that because I, I look at it in, 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 in a way where if I'm fearless of the enemy schemes, I am a dangerous man to the enemy. So I, I, that's why I wanted to start off with that quote, because I think once we understand um, what fear is and what fear isn't and the the type of fear that we should have and the type we shouldn't have, um, we can use it to improve our, our lives. I also like that quote, because if you think about it, also the word of God talks about having fear of the Lord. And if you read that quote again and you think about it in that perspective where it says a fearless man is a dangerous man, uh -huh. you could also be a danger to your own self by not having fear of the Lord. Oh, that's good. So you're either going to be dangerous to the enemy because you have the fear of the Lord or if you don't have fear at all. That's so good. You're funny. Oh, that's good. I like how you so, always do that. You hype me up like when so, you look at me like that's so good. That's really good. You're right because you it's it. it's a double edged sword. Because if you're not, if you don't have the right type of fear, which is the fear of the Lord, and which is, we're gonna break it down in a little bit, then you become a dangerous man mm -hmm. to not only yourself but the people around you. Yeah, that's true. And I've been both. I've been both Ooh, fearless. Honey, have you been both? <laughs> Let me tell you guys nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. Oh, man. <laughs> My wife, she's filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Jeez, that's so good. All right, so I'm, we're going to break down the two different types of fear that the Bible talks about. Um, uh, let me see. So the first type of fear uh, is the fear of the Lord that my wife was saying. Now, this type of fear is beneficial 
and it, it's encouraging. And then the second type of fear we're going to be talking about is it's actually bad for you. It's, it's harmful to your life. Um, and you have to be able to overcome it. And so, again, the first type of fear, the fear of the Lord, uh, is it when we say when the Bible says fear, think of the ocean. We're not less necessarily scared of the ocean like like it's a it's a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. The ocean is huge. Yeah. The ocean is deep and so full of mystery. Therefore, there is a reverential fear of it. Right. You respect it. There's a certain level of respect for it. Yeah. Because there's so much mystery, so much depth to it. So that's the type of fear that we, we need to think of when we think of the fear of the Lord. Also, when we have that type of fear of the Lord, we have it, it, it heightens our awareness of having another level of accountability to our to our father. Mm-hmm. So and there's a Bible scripture, too, that says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Psalms uh, 100. And 11. Oh, you have it on there? Yeah, oh. 11, 10, 111 yep. uh, verse. Oh, it is the beginning of wisdom and leads to good understanding. Yeah, chapter 111, verse 10. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And so there, when we understand this type of fear, uh, it sets us up in the right, in, in alignment with God for blessings, for seeing the results of living that type of life. Yeah. Now that second type of fear, uh, that's that's the type of uh, fear we don't want, right? The 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 one that the Bible talks about is a spirit of fear. Yeah. So the spirit of fear, uh, as he talks, uh, the Bible talks about in Second Timothy one seven, for I God, down here too. <laughs> yeah, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what? Well, here it's in a different translation, so. But of power and love and of sound mind. Yeah. God didn't make the fear uh, of God. When we fear God, there's no timidity. There's no. You know what? Let me read to you this version because yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like it too. Okay. Um, this is, I think, the English standard version. It says, for the spirit of God gave us, uh, for the spirit God gave us does not come. I mean, does not make us timid but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Yeah. And the reason why I like this one is because um, when it talks about that the spirit he gave us was not to be scared, so not to be timid, but it was to give us power, love, and self-discipline. And I think a lot of people forget that part. Like, we must have self-discipline. You know you what I'm saying? That part? I forget that part. People, I that part. when I say people, I mean myself too. I'm not just saying, oh, people, like just everybody else and I'm perfect. You heathen. No, no, I mean. You lowly. Myself. And we're going to get into some <laughs> some subjects. of the stuff we've been dealing with and stuff and how, how we've been facing, like, you know, forgetting the self-discipline. Like, I don't even think anybody listens to our podcast, but I think I listen to my <laughs> podcast, to our podcast more than anybody else. So, I mean. He received more from yourself. Yeah, uh, these are mainly for me to speak to myself. <laughs> self-reflection yeah self-reflection so hey but if anyone else listens and benefits from from my shortcomings glory to god yeah for sure anyway there's a lot of really good um uh verses on fear i'm gonna read a couple of them uh proverbs 19:23 says the fear of the lord leads to life it leads to rest peace and contentment 
Now tell me if you had those things in your life, if you only had those things in your life, how much better would the experience, this human experience be for you? Fear of the Lord leads to life, rest, peace, and contentment. Yeah. Especially nowadays where they're we're like, we're never satisfied, you know? Yeah. Like we have a we're culture. Yeah. We have a culture of like, what's the next best thing? Like nothing is ever enough. Nothing satisfies. Yeah, no. Nothing satisfies. We're always looking for the next be- best thing and like on with the new. Yeah. Like. Yeah, sometimes I'm afraid my wife is going to move on to the next best. You, yo, you better stop. <laughs> I, no, no. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just... Gonna, <laughs> you she, better be playing. She's smarter. You're about to get beat up. She's smarter than that. Right? Of course. Of course I'm smarter than that. I got something good going on over here. <laughs> right on. Uh, Proverbs. Great. <laughs> yeah, Proverbs. Moving on. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> Proverbs 14, 27. Uh, says, the fountain uh, that fear is... The fountain and life. Uh, Proverbs fourteen twenty six says it provides a security and a place for safety and safety for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if you look at fear in the way uh, the pop modern culture translates it, and when when you think of fear, you think of like scary movies, you think of like hanging over a cliff. These verses don't really make sense because it's not made to. That's not the type of fear that this is um, trying to explain. <laughs> um, but yeah, fear is a powerful thing. And and then I was telling my wife, I called her the other day, and I was thinking like, man, like really, fear belongs to God. Like, fear in its proper place belongs to God. And when we're fearing other things uh, that are not God, we are literally. Taking all that belongs to him, all the uh, authority, all the all the uh, power that belongs to God, and we placing lit- it on something. We're literally else. giving it to that other thing mm-hmm. that we are fearing. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. I was like, man, that's that's deep. Like, I'm a deep thinker. Yeah. When you said that, uh, it made me feel convicted just about the fears I've been having lately. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those fears. Um, um, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, here's another verse. Psalms 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. I'm, uh, of whom shall I be afraid? No one. <laughs> Forget y'all. <laughs> I ain't scared of you. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, oh, this one I like, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So Psalms 34, 7, it says the angels of the Lord encamp, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Now, the reason why I like that is because we don't really talk about angels like angels have a big part in this whole God, God experience, human experience. Like if we read in the, in the old Testament, how uh, Angels appearing to, for instance, when they appeared to Daniel, Daniel was on a 21 day fast. And at, uh, I, and look at, at, look after at that talking 21 about day fast, <laughs> uh, angel, uh, angel appeared to God. Uh, I'm sorry, to Daniel and said, when you were, began to pray, your prayers were answered. And then the angel begins to tell Daniel that it took 21 days to get to him. And those were the 21 days that Daniel was praying because from the point Daniel started praying 
to the point that that angel was delivering a message to Daniel, there was a spiritual battle going on. It was a literal spiritual battle going on that the angel was um, was a part of. So when you think about that, we all have our we we have a part in this where angels dwell, angels protect us, angels send messages to us. And you know what's interesting? There's so many testimonies of people in in, in other countries mm -hmm. that have never been spoken to about Jesus. They're having these visions, these mm -hmm. dreams of Jesus Christ, uh, of the message of the gospel being sent to them in in a dream or in a vision. Yeah, man. That, I mean, I just I just thought that was beautiful. Like we really don't talk about angels much. Um, maybe there's a good reason for that maybe because we tend to idolize things and maybe, they, yeah. you know we might lean to the side of idolizing angels yeah. but in their proper place man it's 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 power yeah it's power when we, we get to partner with that kind of um uh those kinds of things angels yeah crazy so i wanted to share that um fear so we're going to talk about some of the fears that that we deal with. Uh, I'll start. I, I have a few that I wrote down specifically for me. Fears I must keep on check. One of the one of the biggest fears I have is living my life and not having fulfilled the purpose that God has set out for me. Yeah. Now I know what that is, but I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. And I that's I think that's what uh, my mind tends to go into that realm of fear because. I'm always questioning, am I, am I doing this right? God, like, am, am I going the wrong direction? Yeah. And because I take so many risks, one of my greatest. You're a risk my, taker yeah. for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And because I do take so many risks, uh, my fear that ties into that one is that I, I'll lead you guys in the wrong direction, which I have before. Yeah. And we've had to uh, endure the consequences of that. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> and I guess in a way, you know, like nothing's wasted because every time I did mess up, every time I did move, um I learned that okay, I learned when it what it looks like to operate outside of the will of God when it's not God moving me in that direction. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to learn to hear the voice of God. Um Meaning like understanding what his will is for me through his word, like how he's directing me yeah. through prayer, you know, like what it looks like. And and I'm like waiting on God nowadays more than before. Like I'm starting to wait and see if what I had come to my mind is verified through scripture, yeah. through other people that, that, you know, bring up the same scripture. Like I'm waiting for God to confirm it in more than more than one or two ways and and he's been doing that so it's pretty awesome to do that and and that takes patience because i'm naturally not a patient patient person for sure you're not in your own natural self and habitat you're not <laughs> yeah no not at all. you're so impatient yeah you like to get the ball rolling any way you can 
Yeah. And so I'm learning. I'm learning to like, I'm learning that there's a time to accelerate. Mm -hmm. I'm learning that there's a time to slow down. Yeah. And there's a time to completely stop. Yeah. The time for everything. There is a time for everything. And and like in traditional, uh, like, because I've gone to a lot of like personal development, business seminars, and a lot of them are just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And like. Just get your foot in the door. You know, like. like yeah. yeah, and there's not a lot of emphasis on like slowing down. No. Like there's a time, there's a season to slow down. Like even in the Bible, um, there's 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 somewhere in the Bible where it talks about the trees, the fruits um, themselves that were growing out of these trees. That got that there was a season that got ordered for no fruits to be picked. Because what would happen is that season that those fruits needed to lay on the ground, fall off the tree and fall on the ground to fertilize that ground. But when when the people did not do that, did not allow that time of rest and continued to pick the fruit, all the nutrients from the dirt were sucked dry and those trees could no longer grow fruit. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's that's that's, that's so powerful. So like, yeah, there's this time for us to slow down yeah. and refuel, recharge, reconnect. Uh, if we disconnected with God, like, and, and make sure that we are constantly in alignment. Like He's showing me that prayer is not a, a once a week thing. He's showing me yeah. connection with Him, relationship with Him is not a one day thing. That it has to. I'm sorry, one week thing um, on Sundays. That it's an every single day dependence, every single day just being filled and filtered by his word, by by his promise and his spirit. And it's definitely a challenge for us, especially in this world. Yeah. That's why, like, I I take it very serious when the, when God says, be of this world. Uh, be in the world, but not of it, mm-hmm. because it really the offer the world has really nothing to offer, mm-hmm. and but we live in it, so we have to deal with it. So we have to find that balance. Yeah, we, it's a constant trying to find that balance. And I was actually telling my wife this earlier today. We were talking about an incident that happened with some celebrity, and, and she was sharing with me, and I had known about it, but I didn't look deep into it. I told her, look. I found out for myself, uh, for me, that if I start to dig in too deep into anything that's not um, tied to the word of God, like anything that's a distraction, if I let myself go too far, it'll just consume my mind. And I don't want to get to that place. Like, it's not worth for me to do that. So I've learned myself. So like the only thing I want my mind to be consumed with is the word of God and the mission he has for me here on earth. That's it. I mean, I don't want to give room to anything else. If, you know, if I look into anything else, it'll be surf- superficial on a surface level. I don't want to look too deep. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So those are my three things. Oh, um, actually, there's two. My third is being vulnerable. So that's something that I've mentioned before. My wife is my coach and is just ex- uh, expressing just being vulnerable. It's not something that comes natural to me. I have a really hard time with it, um, especially because I have a hard time expressing my emotions and then the fear of like, what if people look at me different? Mm -hmm. But what I found is that 
when I am vulnerable, people respect it more. Yeah, because they feel connected to you. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually get the opposite effect yeah. of what I thought. Right. Yeah. I thought that it'd be a sign of weakness. And people I, actually ended up end up open, opening up to you because you're being vulnerable and they feel like, man, you can relate, like they can relate to you. Yeah. So then they feel more open to be able to speak about what they're going through too. Yeah. That's what God showed me is like, also everything I'm going through is not for you. It's not for me. Like, yeah, I'm going through it, but God wants to use it for somebody else. Yeah. And, and when I do that, I'll also give them permission to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So being vulnerable, that's huge. And I'm working on it. And, uh, my 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 goal is to be even go beyond what I think I can do in, in as far as vulnerability. Yeah. How about you, you Ben? What you got? Um, for me, I think uh, one of the things I recently talked with some of the girls I get together from church. It's uh, a group that we get together with. Um, was uh, the fear of feeling like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, me too. I'm totally in a season where I feel like all these doors are closing in on me of all these plans or ideas I had. And um, it's been crazy because it's like <clears throat> when something new comes up, it's like I think, oh, maybe God wants me to go this way. And then so I start walking that direction and then the door gets closed. I mean, I'm like, OK, I guess that wasn't it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk this way. And then it's like that's not working out. So um, I guess it's just been the fear of like not doing enough and maybe not walking the right direction kind of thing. And like maybe my perception of what I thought God wanted me to do is completely off. And then so it makes me feel lost. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of feeling lost scares me. Like it gives me anxiety, makes me feel like, you know, like I'm not enough Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. Uh, The other thing has been like, um, uh, I have the, I've been having this fear of feeling misunderstood um, to the point where it's taken me a lot not to isolate myself. I've had moments where I've just isolated myself, especially in this season that's been really rough, which we kind of talked about. Um, I did officially miscarry. I know the, the last time we talked about that, it was it was that I hadn't fully miscarried yet and that I was kind of like up in the air about this time. But um, so far, yeah, I did end up miscarrying um, at the beginning of the month, and that was really hard. And it was just like this fear of like, is there something wrong with me? Like, is something severe and stuff like that? Um, and then like this fear started setting in of like, man, like, will I be able to have another baby? Is it God's will for me to have another baby? Like it made me feel scared to even try again to have a baby. Like these fears started kind of taking over me and giving me anxiety. And um, the other fear I would say is... Um, well, actually, yeah, those were the, those were three. So actually, I think more than three. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, it's been hard not to isolate myself. It's been hard because of the fear. It's been I've been having fear, like I said, of of like having another kid, you know, like just feeling like, man, uh, I don't know if I could handle what's to come. And like, I like, I don't know if I could handle being disappointed again, because then that would be the third time. And I feel like. You know, I'm getting to the point, I think, where I just feel this fear of, like, like maybe I'm not good enough to have another kid. You know, it's like, the, I don't know. It's been crazy. You, you have an interesting process, like, when you come across, like, fear and insecurity or, like, like when you go going through something that you share with me. Like, my thinking, my process is, like, 
suppress it, get over it, and not think about it. But you face it head on. For me, I think I just like blurt it out to God. And that's, it's been hard. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's been hard. I've had moments like where I'm, if I'm being real, like I feel upset. Like, I am Christian. I believe in God. I love God. I know what Jesus did on the cross for me. And I believe in the power of that. I believe that, you know what I mean? Like all these pains that I'm going through, whatever, all the, this, um, frustrations I'm going through, like God understands them and he's not intimidated by my emotions. And I love that about God. And I am. I I, 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 lo I love that. I love that about God, that he's not intimidated at That's all good, That's about so my good. emotions. Like he's not intimidated about them at all. Like he already knew I was going to feel them before I even felt them. He knew he knows the beginning and the end of my life. Like he knows every season I'm going to face. But it's been hard. You know, there's been some days where I just really don't don't feel like reading the word. And I know what I need to do. I know I need to stay connected to him because um, it is through staying connected to him that we we are able to let go of that fear and um, be able to receive what he has in store for us, um, which is peace and the peace that surpasses all understanding, which there's a Bible scripture about that. And actually talking about that, um, the there's been a couple of verses that have helped me, but um, this one is really good. And I wanted to share it's Philippians 4, 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And so it's crazy because in this in here, it talks about do not be anxious about anything, you know, and it's like it's so, it's so much easier to read that and say that than to actually do it, like not to be anxious. But um, when we look at the second part of that, it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication. So meaning we have to come in prayer and with thanksgiving, because it says with thanksgiving, let your request be, be made known to God. And so that's been the craziest part is like we always focus on like the fact that God says, do not be anxious. And it's like, well, how do I get there? But it says it in the verse, like, Dang, that's deep. like get into prayer, you know, come into prayer with thanksgiving. And if, even if you don't understand what is happening or why it's happening. You know, just thank him for it because he has a purpose for everything. And this is where you have to truly trust in what the word of God says, that there is a purpose for everything. God, God knows why he allows things to happen, you know, and you have to be able to trust that in order to get to a point where you come to him in Thanksgiving in prayer, even though you're hurting. Like, it's been hard for me. Like, I've I've prayed crying to him, like just thanking him. And I, I'm saying thank you. But in my heart, I'm broken, you know. Yeah. And um. It's just crazy. Uh, this this is another verse, too, I wanted to share. Hold on, hold on. Before you move on to that, mm. there's a couple of things on there. Yeah. First of all, you said let your request be known, and that's exactly what you do. Yeah. Like, you let it let let it be known. Yeah. Oh, no, it, I let God know I'm scared. Yeah. I let God know that I'm hurt. I let him know I'm broken. I let like, him know I need him. This. Yeah, it's been hard. Yeah, and, but I like, it's interesting how it doesn't say, it says let your request be be known not let what you need be known mm -hmm. because god already knows what, what we you need. need yeah you know it says in the bible that he provides for all the birds in the air and the flowers you know how he designed them and so beautiful and, yeah. and whatnot like he he already knows what you need sometimes we, we we pray to god god i need this i need that uh i need help with my finances i need help with my with my career, I need help with this person. Uh, this is what I need. I need. I need. But we're exhausting all this energy, and God's sitting back, like, yeah. He's just like, I know what you need. Yeah. 
I want to hear your heart. I want to hear your requests. But I think it's and, also and, beautiful that God loves that we come to him, even with no, our needs, like even though he knows them, he's He's so beautiful because he's not intimidated yeah, by what, what we I'm feel. Saying, I know, I get that. But what I'm saying is when he's saying let your request is mm-hmm. and, and because he already not only knows what we need and he also know, knows our request, but it's almost like if it, it's a psychological thing, yeah. it's like when it's like when we let his request, we're also hearing them out. And sometimes yeah. when we hear it mm-hmm. for ourselves, mm-hmm. we end up like having these revelations. We yeah. end up realizing, oh, you know, you hear yourself. Yeah. Like, I just think it's very interesting. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. How, the, and how like practical that is. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, just hearing like, 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 give me your request. Let me hear them. Yeah. And that's where like I fall short and I have a hard time because yeah. like. Um, maybe it's pride or maybe just like, like, I just don't want to communicate it. I don't want to give word or power to certain things, but yeah. really like God, it just wants to release it. Yeah. Release it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really interesting. I, I just wanted to kind of unpack that. A little yeah. Bit. I, I think I'm um, in the season. Something that's been helping me has been reading the story of Job, how mm-hmm. he was a faithful servant of God. And yet, you know, he was tested. He was tested in a really harsh way. Everything was taken away from him. And so um, there's a verse that I like. There's a couple of verses that I have written down that have been helping me in the season. But this was one of them. And I actually read it right before we did started recording tonight. And I told Daniel, like, man, this is exactly how I feel. Um, it It's Job 17, 11 through 12. And it says, my days have passed. My plans are shattered. Yet the desires of my heart. Turn night into day in the face of the darkness. Light is near. So it speaks of like, basically my plans have been shattered, but the desires of my heart turn night into day. It's talking about a hope. There's a hope there because Mm. a night, what is it? It's dark, but day is around the corner. The Mm. light is around the corner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It says in the face of darkness, light is near. So when when you're in your darkest moments is when the light is closest uh, the light it, light is the, clo- the closest for you to be able to see it, you know, when the sun's about to come up. And it's just, to me, that has been, like, really beautiful because it's like when you feel in that dark season where you feel like you don't know what's to come, that's been another fear of mine. It's like not knowing what's to come in this next season of life for me. Like, I feel like, I mean, like, the year felt like it started off so great. You know what I mean? Like getting the news of being pregnant and stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks so, the future looks so bright, <laughs> you know? And it's like, dang, like I would have never thought like three months after that, like after that, you know, or four months, whatever. And then now like, man, it feels like things have just been hitting back to back. And it's like, you know, it's all these doors being closed and my plans have been shattered, you know, but yet I hold on to the hope and the faith that, that the light is near, you know, that the darkness is almost over, you know, that my night will be turned into day, just like this verse says. And so that's honestly, the word of God has been giving me hope. I'm not going to lie. Like I have not been consistent like every single day, maybe as much as I should. There have been some days I've been consistent. There's been some couple days where it's just been hard and the emotions get the best of me. And then I have to snap back and be like, no, like God has told me what to do. He told me to come to him with Thanksgiving and to make my request known to him. I need to let him know how I feel. I need to let him know my request. You know, I need to let him know my heart and then I will be freed from this fear. I will be freed from, from this frustration. I'll be freed from this anger, from this hurt, from this pain that I'm feeling, Yeah. you know? 
That's good. Um, and it's funny because I actually posted today on Instagram about Nathaniel, you know, because um, he was he's been in a lot of pain and you've seen him, babe. Like he has strep throat yeah, right now. He's a tough and guy. and he's been like, yeah, he's had moments where he's been complaining about his throat and like his mouth and that it hurts and stuff. But overall, man, he's been a little trooper. Like he's been smiling and playing. You see him running back and forth. And you would have never thought he's he had fighting strep. invisible enemies. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's like, it's amazing because we're at the doctor's and he was in pain and the doctor was amazed. Like, whoa, like he, he seems fine. Like, it's crazy. You would never know. Like, he seems fine. She's like, but he does have strep. And she's like, and it looks really bad. Like his tonsils are extremely swollen and they're very red. They're, they're very irritated. And now, I, was just, I was scared when I showed it to you because it seemed like his throat was like getting ready yeah. to close up. Yeah. And so it was crazy because when I took the picture of him, like. I took it and then the caption it put on it was, you know, I want to be more like him. Like he's in pain, but yet he smiles and like he's my inspiration because like just seeing him and it gave me a pers- like I have this thing where like I see simple moments and, I, and my mind takes it to deeper thoughts. And so my mind automatically went to how the way I've been feeling, the way I've been feeling that I've been experiencing pain and loss and um, like just feeling devastated, devastation and um, frustration, all these things. But yet, like, I could still smile through it. I could still be joyful. I could still find joy in the Lord, you know, despite the pain. And so seeing Nathan today and, like, thinking about that, like, how he's still smiling made me feel like, man, he inspired me to have a better outlook on my day, to have a better outlook on my week, and to have a better outlook on what's to come. Instead of fearing what's to come, it's like I'm I'm choosing to be hopeful of what's to come, you know? Yeah. I want to be like him when I grow up. This this guy... (laughs) Nathaniel, he, he wakes up smiling. He does. We always, <laughs> all of us talk, like, Aliana wakes up grumpy. Dana wakes up grumpy. I can wake up okay sometimes. Sometimes, most of the time, though, I wake up grumpy. And as soon as I put music on, I'm fine. I Like, I'm totally cool. Like, I start dancing. I start singing, being silly with the kids and with Daniel. Like, that's me. Like, but, so I know Nathan gets that joy kind of like, and he gets it first of all. I'm not even going to take credit. He gets, he gets it from God. That joy comes from God because he is like a light shining in this home like as soon as he gets up like he opens up his eyes and he's already smiling like yeah like, i wait it takes me about 30 40 minutes to get to that point. for me it takes when me I just getting up. out of bed like if i'm just waking up and i'm still laying in bed i'm still a little bit like half asleep nathan no nathan wakes up like he like yesterday never finished and it was just a slight pause like somebody just paused him and then it's yeah, like unpause and he's like hey good morning guys like let's get ready yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's go about the day like yeah. When he he takes naps, he does that too. Yeah, he does. Like, he'll snap back into, like, he was playing right before he fell asleep. Like, he'll snap back to, like, oh, like, right where he left off. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. All right. So, I think that's going to conclude this podcast. I do want to leave you with Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely, I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. That's good. Amen. All right, guys. Well, hopefully something we shared today triggered something, inspired you. Um, If it did, go ahead and share this podcast with friends, family, uh, review on wherever you listen. You can also use the Anchor app to leave a message or send us an email at We Live Love Discover. That helps us keep inspired and motivated with all the craziness that's going on in our lives. Yeah. It helps us to 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 know that um, this is being impact 
for other people other than myself when I listen to it. <laughs> um, uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We thank you guys for, yes, thank for you those guys. who do support. Yes. Those who are listening. Um, if you do have any prayer requests, also, uh, we live, love, discover at gmail.com. Our social media, live, love, discover on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can reach out there as well. Yeah. We'll uh, be more than happy to be able to uh, reply and stand in prayer with you you know this is what it's all about i think being christians it's like we can stand together and and know that we can feel the pain of each other and like mourn together and have joy together you know so it's not this life was not meant to be walked alone and i think that's beautiful and i love that i love the fact that like social media makes that easy now like there's it's so easy to be able to connect so yep. if you guys want to connect you know or just want somebody to stand in prayer with you we're here to stand in prayer with you in any way that we can and support you you know um let us know yes sir all right guys have an awesome day Peace. Good night.